This is Cam Slater, and you're listening to Dirty Politics. Welcome, this is Cam Slater, and you are listening to my Dirty Politics podcast. This is the first episode, and it certainly won't be the last. Today, to give you a taste of the level of discussions we want to have with this series, I want to explain to you about Cunningham's Law and how that affects politics. So, what is this thing called Cunningham's Law, and how is it used in politics? Well, Cunningham's Law was invented by Ward Cunningham, who is an American computer programmer, and he developed the first wiki. Cunningham said, The best way to get the right answer on the internet is not to ask a question, it's to post the wrong answer. This, of course, refers to the observation that people are quicker to correct a wrong answer than they are to answer an actual question. To show you how this works in politics, I'll give you three examples of Cunningham's Law working in politics. Two are from Donald Trump, perhaps the world's best exponent of using Cunningham's Law. The last example I'll give you is from New Zealand, and it is, of course, from Winston Peters. Now, Donald Trump uses Cunningham's Law constantly. It is quite brilliant. He is using people's own bias against him for his own ends. He tweets or says something that isn't quite right, or in many cases, just plain wrong. And then the media and the left wing set about trying to prove him wrong. But in doing so, they eventually prove him right, at the same time as distracting themselves on trivialities. A prime example was when Donald Trump stated that he had been wiretapped. Whilst not strictly true in the fact that wiretapping is a quaint old-fashioned phrase, what happened next is classic Cunningham's law in action. The media and the left wing set about trying to prove this was a lie, and while doing that, they proved what Trump wanted out there all along. He had said that he was wiretapped. What he really meant was that his campaign had been under surveillance. In saying something slightly wrong, everybody set about trying to prove that he was wrong, and the truth came out. Trump wasn't quite right, but he was accurate that there was surveillance on his campaign. It created a massive amount of heat, and once the true facts became known, the story died rather quickly because it had been revealed that he was being spied on or his campaign was being spied on. The point is this. Donald Trump, through a slightly wrong statement, generated about two weeks of distracting noise and was ultimately proved right. His campaign was under surveillance, and that raised all sorts of questions that Trump wanted raised, and the way that he brought it about was saying something slightly wrong on Twitter and in person. A more recent example was when he called out MSNB hosts Mika and Joe. He stated that he didn't want anything to do with Mika because she was bleeding quite badly from a facelift. Howls of outrage ensued. Twitter lit up. Trump was evil. Trump was sexist. Trump was a pig. You know the drill. They do it every time. But look what actually happened once the outrage subsided. He had made two openly hostile hosts quit their holiday plans. He made them come back on air to mount an attack against Donald Trump, proving just how politically motivated they were. They attacked proving his point how lopsided media coverage was. And then as a result of the media and the left-wing pile-on against Trump, 
had finally emerged that Mika had in fact undergone recent cosmetic surgery on her chin. Trump was right. And wrong. Trump won again and he clearly used Cunningham's law to do it. NBC corrected him in their statements by saying that Mika has had a chin tweak. Sure, it wasn't a facelift, but she had undergone cosmetic surgery. Trump won the argument by using Cunningham's law. And guess what? Now the world knows that Mika's face is as fake as her news. So, do you see how it works now? What about in New Zealand? Winston Peters often uses this technique, but I doubt he knows it has a name, and I doubt he even cares. Winston is currently under attack from the Greens. He really doesn't like them, and so he hit back over their record with regards to treated timber. He linked his comments to the leaky building crisis. The Greens immediately tried to refute his comments about them wanting to ban treated timber. They stated categorically they'd never tried to ban wood treatment. But a quick search of their press releases, however, shows that whilst Winston was slightly wrong in linking their calls for bans of treated timber to the leaky building crisis, there were numerous press releases, mostly from former Green MP Sue Kedgley, calling for bans on some treated timber products, and in particular timber products used in playgrounds. They labelled that timber toxic to everyone, but especially to children. Winston Peters was slightly wrong, but right in the fact that the Greens have called for bans on treated timber in New Zealand. So there you have it. Three examples of Cunningham's law in action in politics. Learn about it, recognise it, but don't fall for it. This was Cam Slater and Dirty Politics. Thank you for listening. Check back in a few days when I'll be talking with dark arts expert Simon Lusk about the state of the play in the lead-up to this year's election.